Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. I don't know where this came from, but for as long as I can remember, I've always admired people with really fit bodies, and both males and females. And when my wife and I are on holidays at a beach somewhere, it's common for me to elbow her and say, check out that guy's six pack. It's amazing. And she often just rolls her eyes because she's sick of hearing about it. But it's always been this one unachievable thing for me that I've always just really admired in others. And it's been this way since I was a teenager, but being an entrepreneur, I've always prioritized tinkering with business ideas over focusing on my health and fitness. And I guess I figured I'd give it a go one day, but other things always seemed more important. And then a few years ago, as I edged closer to 40 years old, just simply maintaining my current weight became much more difficult. I had the realization, which seems so obvious now, that the longer that I put off this goal, the harder it will be to achieve. And in hindsight, I really should have tackled this in my 20s because it would have been so much easier then, but I didn't. So I figured the next best option was to set this as a goal for my 40th birthday. Instead of just being an idea in the back of my head, I finally committed to writing it down as a goal. In this episode, I'm going to talk about this goal specifically, but a lot of the principles I discuss here just apply to all goals, so I'm sure you'll be able to use some of this information for whatever you're trying to tackle. Firstly, we need to find the best way to measure progress. If we're not properly measuring and tracking our progress, we have no idea if we're truly moving closer towards our goal or not. So I went out and bought a Fitbit device along with digital scales, which all sync up together. I often find, as I did with this goal, that I see immediate improvements with very little effort simply because I'm just tracking the goal. Like awareness is often enough to motivate change. And this is because tracking something daily influences our daily decisions. Like sometimes we snack just because we're bored, not actually because we're hungry. And knowing that this was going to have a negative impact on my next day's measurements was enough for me to cut it out. So setting up a good tracking system is the best way to start any goal. The outcome I wanted to achieve was a six-pack, but I know from previous experience with goals that this isn't specific enough because if somebody has a six-pack or not is debatable, as in I might see faint six-pack lines because I'm looking at it and and tensing up and looking at it from a certain angle. And it's just, it's not black and white enough to know whether I truly achieved it. So I started researching some other traits that go along with six packs. And most of what I read suggested that we need single digit body fat, as in less than 10% body fat, for our abs to show definition. So I went with this. From what I've read about the Fitbit scale, the body fat reading is far from perfect compared to like a full body scan we might find at a gym. But here's my theory on this. Even if our method of tracking isn't perfect, as long as it's consistent, this is the most important thing. And what I mean by this is as long as it shows that I've gone from 20% to 10% and the method of tracking hasn't changed during the process, 
this is good enough to tell me if I'm moving in the right direction or not. And this is actually what I started with, over 20% body fat. And I first tackled this with intermittent fasting, which I won't go into here because I already did a full episode on this, which is number 11, titled My Experience with Intermittent Fasting. But over a year, intermittent fasting got me down to about 13% body fat, which was an amazing result. But alone, it wasn't enough to get me below 10%. After this, I started looking into keto and realized that my diet at that point was so close to keto already that I only needed to make a few small adjustments like cutting out cashews and bananas because they're very high in carbs. And I thought it was going to be simple, but it ended up actually being a lot more work than I thought because that I found that I needed to keep my carb consumption below 35 grams of carbs per day to go into ketosis, and when for many other people, it's closer to 50 grams a day. And and so mine was lower, so I needed to learn about and track the nutritional information about everything I was consuming to keep this in check. This led me down a very time-consuming rabbit hole of documenting all the carbs and protein and fat I was consuming every day in a Google sheet. And I'm big on automating anything which is time-consuming. So I ended up creating this pretty cool document, which I would only need to enter the weight of whatever I was eating, and the rest would auto-populate. And the good news for you is that I've included a copy of this file in the show notes for you to go and make a copy of if you want to check it out. Just follow the links in there, and there'll be instructions on how to use it highlighted in yellow. After a few months of literally recording every gram of carbs I was consuming, it just it started to become more habit and I, I had a pretty good sense of what I could and couldn't eat. So I was able to stop recording my carb count, but I still kept a daily food tracker simply listing what I was eating on a daily basis and then coloring this in green, orange or red, depending on how keto friendly it was. As I find that this helps with discipline and it was sort of acting as a, an accountability tracker because I don't like seeing too much red in there. So today, the day I'm recording this and the day before my 40th birthday, I stepped on the scales and measured 9.9% body fat. Woohoo, I did it. (laughs) Did I technically achieve my goal? Yes. Am I completely satisfied with it? No. Because I broke my knee a few months ago, I was only able to focus on the diet part of this goal and wasn't able to do the ab exercises needed to create the definition I was hoping for. So to be honest, my six-pack isn't quite as defined as I would like. But that's okay. In times like this, I need to remind myself of a Bruce Lee quote, which is, a goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves simply as something to aim at which is so good to keep in mind at times like this because regardless of whether we perfectly achieve our goals or not, they push us in a positive direction and make our lives better. And this goal in particular has had a profound impact on my life because I've learned so much about diet and nutrition and exercise which will benefit me for the rest of my life. And here's some other learnings from this journey of mine, but please just keep in mind, these are true for me. Everyone's different. They may not be true for you, but this is what I've learned anyway. To lose weight, I found it much more effective to focus on diet over exercise. 
There's something called the compensation theory, which suggests the more cardio we do, the more we we reward ourselves afterwards with treats, convincing ourselves that we deserve it because we work so hard. So often cardio is useless for fat burning. Eating less frequently, which for me just means eating lunch and dinner only, has actually improved my energy levels, which is the complete opposite of what I expected. I thought I was going to be low energy because I was consuming less food. Another one, the key to not eating junk or too many snacks is simply not to have it in the house or workplace. It makes it so much easier. The three big things I cut out of my diet and never intend to add back in were sugar, processed grains, and industrial seed oils. And I actually cut out gym sessions altogether. And now I do these micro workouts multiple times a day, which include bodyweight exercises like push-ups and dips and squats, ab crunches, and just more things like this. I also do four separate 10-minute walks a day, which are sunrise, lunch, afternoon, and sunset. And I just found this to be a great way to break up my day and still get in a decent number of steps. And finally, I found that constant visual reminders definitely help. So I had this this picture of this guy's six-pack on my desktop, and it was just always in front of me. So it was always reminding me, don't snack, don't eat bad food. And yes, it created some awkward situations when I was sitting in a cafe and I could hear people behind me snickering because they could see what was on my desktop. But it didn't bother me. The goal was more important. So overall, even though I didn't crush this goal exactly as I first intended, I'm happy with the outcome, which I've been chipping it away at consistently for the past 18 months. And this reminds me of a great James Clear quote, as a mouthful, which is, Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs, but as the votes build up, so does the evidence of your identity. And this is why habits are crucial, because they cast repeated votes for being a type of person. Okay, that's all from me. No, actually, one more thing. I want to do a Q&A episode, so if you have any questions from any of my episodes or, or anything outside of an episode I've done, it doesn't matter really, my email address is in the show notes, and I'd love to hear from you. The more questions I get, the more we can pack into the episode. All right, I'm out. See ya. 